Wheat traded in a 60 cent range, recovering from early, fresh post war lows to end at four week highs. Funds extended their shorts early in the week, but they became net buyers on better than expected export sales and comments about the size of the 2022 Russian wheat crop and the 2023 Ukrainian crop. My name is Michael Wilton with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook for January 30th. You can find the detailed written report online at the Sask Wheat website. March wheat futures ended the week higher after a significant dip midweek. Chicago soft red winter wheat futures were up $0.09 cents on the week, closing at $7.50 a bushel. Kansas hard red winter wheat futures were up $0.21 cents at $8.69 a bushel. Minneapolis hard red spring wheat futures were up $0.10, cents, closing at $9.22 a bushel. Wheat futures are up anywhere from 3 to $0.07 cents this Monday morning at the time of recording. And the significant purchases and trades. It was a slower week last week, with much of Asia on holiday. South Korea bought 11,000 tons of U.S. feed wheat for March, and they reportedly bought May-June Australian feed wheat at about $5 less than their U.S. purchase. U.S. export sales were over half a million tons, and right at the very top of expectations. The season total is now 588 million bushels, which remains 7% down from last year. Here's some of the most important news that happened in the markets. And this week, we start in Ukraine. Ukraine's Grain Association announced last week that they expect Ukrainian farmers will produce just 16 million tons of wheat in the upcoming season. They note that this is likely the best case scenario, and this projection will only be met if farmers are able to access financing and if weather is conducive to grain production. If met, 16 million tons of wheat production would be 5 million tons less than last year and 17 million tons less than pre-war production. We estimate that this amount of production would only allow for about 8 to 10 million tons of wheat exports. We also note that upwards of 20% of Ukraine's wheat growing area is in an active conflict zone. In Canada, we continue to be pleasantly surprised by the strong pace of Canada's wheat exports having exported another 444,000 tons of wheat in week 25, average weekly exports are now 380,000 tons, compared to the approximately 355,000 tons of average weekly sales that would be needed to meet the AAFC's 19.1 million ton projection. They recently increased this number by 200,000 tons. Exports usually slow in February as cold weather restricts movement, and then they pick up again in March, peaking in May. The AAFC is predicting that Canadian non-Durham wheat seeded area in the upcoming year will expand by 4% from last year to 20.2 million acres. This is similar to our current projection. The increase in production would need strong exports and use to keep stocks from being burdensome. In Durham, the AAFC released their estimates for the upcoming Durham crop. They are expecting a 6% decrease in Durham area compared to our relatively unchanged number. The AAFC is using a 36 bushel per acre yield, which is over a bushel less than the five-year average if we adjust for 2021-22. Regardless of the production number, the Canadian balance sheet will need to be reliant on exports which will depend on production numbers in key importing countries. 
Private estimates for the EU Durham crop are for a strong increase over this past year, but we question their yield number and will look into this further. If Durham production in the EU is strong, it will greatly affect Italy's demand for Canadian Durham. Weekly Canadian Durham exports for week 25 were 220,000 tonnes, for a season total of 2.2 million tonnes, now two times more than last year's pace. Canadian Durham exports are on track to surpass the 5 million tonne mark, compared to AAFC's 4.8 million tonne projection. Down to the U.S. Snow and rain continue to ease the drought in parts of Kansas, Colorado, and Nebraska. More precipitation will be needed. The amount of winter wheat area reported to be under drought conditions was unchanged from last week at 59%. We noted already that total export commitments from the U.S. are 588 million bushels, down 7% from last year. Demand from the PNW was thin last week as Asia was on holiday. This is expected to pick up again when they are back this week. In Australia, the USDA post in Australia increased the size of their crops slightly to 37 million tonnes, compared to a berries and the official USDA's 36.6 million tonne number. We note that local private estimates are in the 37 to 40 million tonne range. In Argentina, Farmer sales in Argentina have largely halted, and exports have been slow. There has been some rainfall, but more will be needed before wheat planting starts in May. Reports of additional demand from Morocco for EU wheat was supportive to EU wheat values, which reclaimed all of the previous week's losses. Non-Durham wheat exports from the EU have reached 11.1 million tonnes, up 6% from last year. In the Black Sea Vessel inspections at the port of Insipol are the slowest pace since the inception of the Grain Corridor. The inspection pace has dropped from 2.7 ships per day at the beginning of the month to only 2.5 ships per day. This is a full 40% less than in September and October when inspections were running their fastest. Ukrainian officials are blaming Russian inspectors for intentionally slowing down progress. Total agricultural product exports from Ukraine are 2.4 million tons, compared to 4.2 million tons in October. We noted earlier that Ukrainian wheat production in 2023 could be less than 16 million tons, and would leave only 8 to 10 million tons for exports. This will be closely watched. Russian wheat exports are on pace for a record 3.5 million tons for the month of January. If realized, this would be 2.1 million tons more than January of last year. There continues to be strong debate over the size of this last year's Russian crop. The USDA reiterated last week that they do not think that Russia's 104.4 million ton crop estimate is possible. They are using a 91 million ton number. This is a wide spread between estimates. We note that while the USDA no longer has boots on the ground in Russia, the Ukrainian Grain Association is agreeing with the USDA's estimates. Russia's domestic consumption over the past four years is 41.8 million tons on average, and accounts for roughly 54% of their total production. The USDA is expecting that number to grow to 45 million tons in this current year, which will account for 49% of their total production assuming that their 91 million ton production number is true.
In this coming week, Russian wheat continues to dominate nearby prices, but markets are uneasy following the leopard tank deals. The funds are still short wheat, and it is unclear at the moment if they will expand on this or start to buy it back. While the fundamentals are unchanged, there is significant political risk, and we would look at finishing wheat sales at the $12 a bushel level. Until next time, this is Michael Wilton with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook. You can find the complete mercantile report online at saskwheat.ca.